This is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Chris Bay, Steve Hale, and Ron Miltz, and featuring Todd Pebble and his big, strong hands. All right, everybody, and welcome way, way back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Todd Pemble, and I'm Ron Miltz. Uh, Steve Hale is on assignment trying to buy houses, apparently, <laughs> so he is... Uh, We've uh, gone into real estate. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, it has been a long, long hiatus, you guys. We're we, diversifying. We, we are definitely trying. Uh, well, sorry about the break. Uh, we just It's been a kind of crazy month. Um, today has literally been my first day off since... Uh, uh, January mm-hmm. and uh, the, my first available time that wasn't like a Wednesday afternoon uh, since we did the last podcast. So, Chris, what you been up to? Man, I'm recording a record because apparently I wasn't recording a record before. I was recording <laughs> demos, so now I'm actually legitimately recording a record. Uh, I'm also about I've got about forty pages drawn on uh, Legba's Juke Joint Book One. And, you get, uh, by the way, once again, uh, really your diction is bad because it's it's not his Jew joint. It's his juke, his juke joint. Juke joint. Leg, it's a Hitler story. <laughs> Leg was Jew joint. Where the this, devil hangs out. Are you, no. finally, are you finally doing Horton Here's a Jew? Oh, that my, is, God. Yes. oh no, my God. Oh my God. The wicked uh, thoughts that are going through my head right now. So, uh, all right. Big smile. Um, no, I'm, I'm about 20 pages uh, inked and colored, and uh, I'm looking to... Once again, we can't use the term colored. Oh, it's, it's, Jesus. Uh, a lot of racism in the podcast. And for he's the, not even here. Like, can't for even the, the love of God, Chris it. Trump. <laughs> well, that's good, man. That's cool. I've been working a lot. Working a lot. I'm trying to raise money for Grace, too, and it's been slow. It's been rather slow. So, and which is sad because Grace Two, I think, is a so much better book than Grace One, um, just in, in all aspects, in storytelling, in, in the art, um, it's got a lot more focus. It's it's just a better book. So I, I can't wait to get it out. We did, um, and they can secure, help you out where exactly? I don't know. We can secure. We we can say that we've secured a table for. Um, Oh, you were talking about? I think you're. Yeah, I was trying to. No, I was trying <laughs> on, to lead you. Like on, you bring uh, up, like, oh, you know, funding's going slow. Just, it's like, oh, and they can help I've, you all where? No, I don't know. <laughs> I've gotten used to like the the dickishness in my direction that, from all directions that it caught me off guard. You were then trying to be we've positive. been we've been all out it's of this for so long. It's been a while. It's been no, a while. Com, um, slash grace too. Actually, is very very easy. Um, but we will be at Long Beach. Comic-Con? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. And uh, as soon as they open tables for Kamikaze, Kamikaze this month for the Returners, we'll be on that as well. So we're going to have a busy fall. Um, and I looked into Palm Springs, and I think I'm going to pass this year. Yeah. Uh, I have a gig that weekend anyway, and uh, you know, we we'll, just, we'll go. I think there's a, a chance at uh, Phoenix and Denver, too, we had discussed yes, as well. Yes, we're so. definitely like back in full swing. Next year, we're going to be hitting the con scene a lot harder than we did this year. It was just kind of a weird year for us. Sounds good. And then uh, yeah. uh, I, Chris and I have a side project that I have actually finally an outline for you that I'll okay. send over. Okay. So for our children's book. We, we ought to get on that before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, time runs out. Like, let's not give it away. It's, but It's definitely, uh, we're nearing before, that point. Before you give too much away? No, I think yeah. we've got three years. All right. So well, but we I but that that reference yes has, has kind of been there a while now. Well, but we'll get it. I like how vague we're being to the people that have no clue. It's like uh-uh. like Todd here. <laughs> Sorry, Todd, staring at a wall, going, "Huh?" Todd, how's school going, man? Ah, oh, man, school's going good. School's going good, but spring break is killing me right now. I am on spring break, so yeah. You are so old. 
Did I? <laughs> I like, know this. I'm not talking in age. I'm talking in like spirit because spring break for me was like heaven. And your first two days, you're like, I need to go back to work. Well, if you notice, Todd wore his uh, sea captain's hat over here today. And then he's got his Todd mutton chops. And I was like, you know, Todd, if you keep the dress it like this and let your hair grow out a little more. You are on your way to being George R. R. Martin. Like yep, it's happening, yep. just so you know. It's pretty close, dude. <laughs> so, so like, see, I just want to go back to school because, man, I had a routine, and yeah. this whole spring break has fucked up my routine, and I can't get any sleep anymore. Is it like a tap dance and song routine? Oh, it's like by the like... time I get home, cook dinner, eat, I'm tired and going to bed. And I, I love that Steve's <laughs> response. Did I just is blow exactly past the joke? What you would expect, and he's like, "Gym." Yeah, because <laughs> that is Steve's life at this point. All he does is go to the gym and train for whatever survival. <laughs> Which the, thing. the funny thing is, that's actually part of my goal, but I wanted to do it. In the morning. Yeah. And because I can't go to sleep at night, I can't wake up in the fucking morning. Yeah, but I think you'll find that it's better if you go around 9 in the morning or 10 in the morning when all of the the morning warriors like Steve have gone to work. Well, and I'm sure my work will be happy about that, that too. That sounds like a fucking Christian (laughs) Uh, rock band, just so you know, the morning warriors. Right, right. Sorry, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> <Morning> <laughs> Rock band like, coming to your door with a guitar. Have you heard about the great word of Jehovah? <laughs> We've got new Mormons that came to my door the other day. New Mormons. Oh, yeah, they they came over and they knocked it. and they were like, knock, knock, knock. And I'm like trying to knock on paper. It's not working here. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were knocking back. <laughs> no, <laughs> like that'd be funny as hell. <laughs> knock, knock, knock on the other side of the door. Knock, knock. No, I open the door and they're like, "Hi, I'm Elder Blah Blah Blah, and I'm Elder So and So, and we're your new Norman, more your new missionaries in the neighborhood." And I'm thinking to myself, "We had old missionaries yeah, in the right? neighborhood. Sweet, those old missionaries did nothing for me." And I was like, "You know, I'm totally." They're like, "Oh yeah," and I always open up with like, "Yeah, you know, my, the wife's Catholic, and you know, we're." Yeah, that's far more than they get. Out we're of me. we're a Catholic. You're, Chris is all fuck you. Yeah, I mean that's kind of how it goes. I'm like, I got a no soliciting sign. Go sell God somewhere else. No, I'm you know, super- <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Don't Look, come to my door. If I got time, well, Jesus Christ, like, don't even, don't be neighborly at all. No, don't. no. But that's we live in different neighborhoods. But they're Chris. not neighbors. They- no, no, I'm not down with that. Do not. If you want to come to my door and say, hey man, your dog got out, or hey, you know, I, I get we're having a little potluck. That's fine, but don't come oh, here trying to convert me. By the way, me. is there a lot of potlucks happening in your neighborhood? 1950s again. <laughs> like, I, I do not want you come to my door to try and sell me something, even if it's Jesus. If I want to find Jesus, I'm going to find Jesus. You know, well, I got no problem with finding stuff on my own. Don't forget. I'm not lost. Mormon religion is the return of the Jedi of, of the oh. Christianity cycle. So, uh, oh, it's not Force Awakens? No, no. <laughs> no I got plenty of underwear on my that's own. That's Scientology, I'm good. just so you know. <laughs> I got I got enough underwear. I'm good. I don't so, need any magic underwear. So now that your bigotry has been uh, released, <laughs> right. uh, let right. me finish my stories. You've hit the whole spectrum, huh? I know. Chris, like this, religion, on this week's podcast, race. Chris hates everybody. <laughs> Just me, he's making up for Steve. That's what it is. So uh, the uh, you know what? I'm, I got no problem with him. Just don't come to my door. <laughs> I got no problem oh. as long as you were not within a hundred yards of my house. Right. Oh, I missed you. This guys. is my private home. <laughs> so. 
So very nicely, I, I and the, my neighbor across the street is a Jehovah's Witness, so they celebrate like nothing. Nice people, but they're like, yeah, we met the Jehovah's Witness across the street. I was like, yeah, well, and, and I go, if you guys ever need like a, you know, like a water or something when you're doing your stuff, knock on the door, I'll hook, hook you up. Because that's how not neighborly I am. And the guy, and then the guy sees this as an in. He goes, well, we do have a video about Easter we'd love to show you. And I was like, well, I, I go, well, we're not going to do that. <laughs> but... <laughs> I would like to, I would like to help you out with the water if you are thirsty on your route. Outside your of way. that, <laughs> like I, like you are not coming in to proselytize to yeah. me. That is not going to happen. But oh, in that case, let me take that water back. <laughs> go. Well, I was like, as a Catholic, I'm going to baptize you with it now. <laughs> there we go. But and good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great, it's always great podcast when you're using hand signals. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> I, I, the 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 concept of baptism, I think people get. So, all right, um, we got a lot to talk about. There's so much. I just just so everybody knows, I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a double episode here. Uh, that's uh, seems pretty clear. At ten minutes in, we haven't started talking, and the laundry ten list ten is minutes. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you don't podcast for a month, and then right. suddenly you come back, right. and you're like, it's like. Uh, a conversational vomit. It just like happens all at once. So, mm-hmm. um, but okay, we've got to talk about, we've got to talk about Batman Superman. I'm down. Let's go. I, I, I'm reticent to do this because I got a lot to say about this. Martha. <laughs> like, don't jump the gun here. Dude, yeah. I don't even know if we need to, yeah, we need to go there. We, we need, need to, to break there. down this movie a little bit. Like we don't need to do Star Wars breakdown on it, but we need to do that. And then we need to talk about Daredevil season two in contrast, because that is quite literally the best Batman movie that's been made right, ever, right? Right. So let's... I got some some issues with Daredevil. Oh no! Of I course got, you I would. Got, like, well, is there not enough like of the woman? Like your hashtag? Where's like, my? I just feel like almost every where's episode. Where's my electro toy? The same hashtag thing happens every episode. Oh no, no, that one had a lot of depth, dude. But let's Batman Superman first. Right, Batman right. Superman first. So okay. Todd, have you seen Batman Superman? I have seen Batman Chris, Superman. Chris, have seen Batman yeah. Superman? Yeah, I've seen it. I saw it once. What was your initial reaction? Okay, so the movie starts, and I'm like, God damn it, how many times are we going to watch the Waynes die? Yes. That was like, <laughs> yeah, that was... at least it was just the credits. <laughs> First thing that ran through my head as well. Like, we all know the bad story. This is old man Batman. Do we need to go back to his origin? I think, I think the Batman origin story has reached almost a Spider-Man origin story level of... Holy shit, way more. Like, I, we're good. We, we got an entire show on TV. <laughs> Dedicated the, to this. And it's like in-depth, the Batman origin story. <laughs> like, here's Batman as a punk-ass kid growing up... Wanting to bang Selena Kyle. Furthermore, wanting to bang Selena furthermore we've made a movie called Batman Begins. <laughs> right, right. About... Exactly. Every single one seems to have the origin. Like, dude, your parents died like 30-some years ago. I know it's a traumatic moment, but can we move on? There are other people who've died since then. By the way, uh, I've always been under the uh, impression that his parents were killed in an alleyway as opposed to... <laughs> out in the middle, out of, the middle of, the of the street. Right, <laughs> it's like, right. Not only that, but uh, it's like uh, uh, if you are a uh, somebody that's going to rob somebody... <laughs> 
You are a somebody that's <laughs> no. Well, it's like if you are so, if you are somebody that's going to rob somebody, it's probably best not to do it right under a street lamp where you can be br- brightly lit. <laughs> right. Or, All right. Look at me. Spotlight. It's like, could you imagine going if you were in downtown LA at the Pantages and you walked out and took a right and there's like that club right next door right. and that's where somebody shot you and that's robbed basically you? Basically, what they did. That's what they did. Yeah. And yeah. So I I will say this. Um, on Gotham, he actually confronted his parents' killer. Now, I don't know the... the. I'm not like a big Batman fan as far as the comics go. I've read a few of the... Joe th- Chill. Okay, whatever. Um, but at what point does he find that dude? Uh, it depends on which original storyline yeah. you're going through. But there is... I, If I remember correctly... But he wasn't a kid. No, it was he was much he older. He was Batman, right? He was, he was not Batman. He was... Okay. Uh, well, I mean, he they he gets arrested. He oh, was okay. point. Yeah. Okay. Pre Razagul. <laughs> the, the the fucking Batman mythos is so wonky at this point. It's, yeah, it's a little it's funny. like what what uh, what's especially since they've now rebooted the DC uh, timeline like three different oh, times. You know, God, but, don't get me started on that bullshit. But let's get back to the thing. Let's All get back right. to Batman, Batman Superman. Superman. So we get to reenact the 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 super fun uh, uh, <laughs> killing of Martha Wayne yet again. And they, apparently, at least they had some Martha. good actors in that role that didn't get to do anything. Uh, who were the actors? Dude, it was uh, 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 Jeffrey Dean Morgan was his dad. And oh, Lauren right. Cohan from Walking Dead, Mag- uh, Maggie, was his mom. So they just raided the Walking Dead cast. Right, pretty right. much. Zack Snyder's all, you know what show I love? Yeah. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, but, okay, so we get that. And then, uh, this is the part of the movie that I actually thought was like would have been a much better opening. Which is to open with the flashback to Man of Steel. Right. Like that. that made perfect sense. That was the best part of the movie for me. Uh, it was not the best part, but I really enjoyed I liked that. that. I, I really found it clever how they tied in what we've already seen and showed it from a different perspective. I, look, I liked it. I liked that part, except the part. I want to know, though. <laughs> well, I want to know, though, why the explosion blew out the passenger side window, but none of the other windows on his fucking car. Interesting. Let's, that yeah. pissed me off. Let's talk about the fact that there is a. Uh, there is so I'm sorry like the absurdity of these movies at times somebody needs to go to Zack Snyder and just smack him and be like you don't understand how disasters work right like the dude is standing on like the 35th floor of of Wayne Tower watching the world like (laughs) destroyer destroy fucking blocks of Gotham or of of, uh, Metropolis and gets a phone call and it's like what Oh, you think we should evacuate the building? <laughs> right, right. Okay, that see. seems like a good idea. Let's but we have a good the... view from here. <laughs> evacuate it the looks building. awesome from way up here. <laughs> while, meanwhile, the, the, in the, the real dust world, creates a beautiful sunset. <laughs> in the real world, Ron would be running like fucking crazy down, <laughs> up, 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 down the stairs, yep. getting the fuck out of Dodge. Right. But I, right. it's like, I just, I get that it's like everyday life is occurring, but it, you know, at the same time, it's one thing to hear an explosion in the distance and not, you know, or like hear people screaming because you're at a dinosaur park or what have you. Right. But it's a whole fucking other thing to be watching it from the 35th floor. Right. And just going on, hey, do you have those TPS reports? You know? <laughs> what I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to go to our remote office because this will be gone. <laughs> like... <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it was it was pretty dumb. Was yeah, pretty dumb. <laughs> that all those people are just like, this is horrible. We're gonna stay here and watch. You know that and that that and the little girl. The moment he's like, right. I'm gonna find your mother. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, where's your mom? She's like, through there. 
<laughs> okay, we're going to take some time and we're going to come back to finding your mom. <laughs> we'll get to her later. <laughs> Why was he the only clean one, too? Right. You well, know, he got out of like, the car. Yeah. No, yeah. no that's no... a load of crap. This is after he's running through all the dust and he's like, uh, I run so fast, I'm clean. Hey, Scotch Guard. Scotch Guard. Scotch Guard is close. Well, thanks to 9 11, at least we know that Bruce Wayne's going to die from cancer in 10 years. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. there's that. But I, I'm, I, yeah. So I, that was like kind of one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, although it was funny because it had the weird ham-fisted moment at the end, right. and then uh, yeah, and then we is that when we flash forward to uh, Beirut or Kurzdekistan <laughs> yeah. or wherever we were supposed <laughs> with to be with the, with the flying things? No, no, no. That's uh, when we're in the desert. We go to the desert, and oh, uh, Lois Lane is apparently bra- doing a breaking story right. on Al Qaeda fighters, <laughs> and that's when Superman comes to save her. Well, because, you know, there's nothing like when I see Al Qaeda fighters and then I see a random Irish guy standing there. <laughs> right. It makes perfect sense. My mind is like nothing is up. <laughs> the guy yeah. without the beard totally belongs here. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Definitely then, at that point, I'm like, what the hell is this? Are we back to terrorists and beards? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I, I do have one problem with this because there is now a. Uh, uh, there becomes a major plot point issue that happens later in the movie, and this is, like, it's the length of Superman's hearing, because apparently right. Superman's hearing has become a deus ex machina thing. Yeah. So, late in the movie, he can't hear his mom, Martha Kent, wherever she is, like, on the planet. Exactly. Martha! But he can fucking hear Lois from around the world. Where, like... <laughs> Unless he was also flying in Kuzbekistan. He's got some serious, like... Lowest GPS skills. Uh, unless he is, unless we are still. He's just crazy stalker guy, dude. Oh, well, is this Superman return stalker returns? Is yeah. that what it is? Yes, man. Because when he saves Every her later in the movie, it's take. like, okay, like, I can buy into it if it's super hearing can hear her from around the world, essentially, like yeah. his mom or whoever the fuck yeah. he saves, you know? But it's like, later, that's like, I don't know where to find my mom. He's like, I'll find your mother. Yeah, I know. Batman, because he's the detective. <laughs> You've got 10 minutes. You're on it. He's got Martha radar. He's got, yeah. All right. I mean, we don't need to beat by beat this whole movie, but it's like, that, that was the first moment where I was like, oh, okay, I can buy into you this. You mean the tra- the uh, credits wasn't the first moment? What? I didn't have a problem with that, because, but in my head, my head I'm going, all right, well, we're doing this again. Right, Here we right. go. But tonally, this movie, like, at this point, I'm still okay with it because the, the Superman tone is still light. Yeah. Like, you get that moment when they're in the bathtub and it's like... And even though I'm like, oh, I'm glad they CG'd out her nipples. Because um, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, that is some pretty thick water that she's yeah. uh, floating in there. Um, yeah, she's dirty. <laughs> she's left with quite a film. Blow she must. She just got back from the desert. It's all good. She's left a film. She's left a film. It's very thick <laughs> film in the water. Uh, yeah. Oh, don't get, get me started. No. Yeah. It's like when you get out of the tub after you've been out in the dirt all day, yeah. and there's like yeah. that big ring on the inside She's of it. I'm ring. gonna leave this one alone because otherwise you're gonna have to NC17 this. <laughs> she, but it's like, uh, uh, what was she doing in that water to make it filmy? <laughs> She was. She came from the dirt, Todd. She oh, was, okay. Remember, she was a captive. But I did like when Superman flew the uh, the bad guy like through five walls. Yeah. It would. It, which on the flip side, I'm like, I don't know how much of Superman would get there to be like he'd be holding goo. <laughs> the clothes would be in his hands. That would be it. It'd be like a big splash puddle on yeah. him from driving a dude through a wall. But it's. I'm just saying. Wow. And now we get to Batman. 
The introduction of Batman was fucking awesome. All right. Like, I remember. oh, like that whole sequence when he ends up in the corner with the cops and everything. Right, like right. That. that was cool. Yeah. That, but here's the other problem. I he's know Spider-Man. He's fucking Dark Knight Returns. And that's yeah. what my problem is with the, like most of the Batman uh, begins the, the <laughs> Nolan trilogy. And now this movie is that everybody read Dark Knight Returns and we're just remaking portions of that. Yeah. Like that's all we're, all of our Batman is Dark Knight Returns now. And it's all, and not that Dark Knight Returns is bad, but it's like, you're literally cribbing moments from that comic book. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like into your movies, but without that, that narrative was, it wasn't necessarily tight, but it was like sectioned off in such a way that you could follow it. And this one, it's like you're, you're shoehorning moments into your own narrative that don't necessarily fit. Okay. Um, uh, I like that sequence because it was to me what Batman always sort of should have been is Batman is a horror film. Like Batman to everybody, but Batman, when you do it from Batman's point of view, he's Michael Keaton in yes. 1989 right. Batman. Yes. When you do it from everybody else's point of view, it should be scary as fuck because yes. there's yeah. like this vigilante in a mask hiding in the shadows, throwing fucking darts and like metal ninja like, stars. Who you can at you? Um, uh, but I have one question: How do you guys feel about the branding? Like the bat symbol branding the bat symbol. Oh, I didn't like it. I don't know. That didn't bother me. It was it was a little edgy. A little? Uh, I think I think he's gone. Um, I don't know. Maybe twenty thirty years ago, it would have been seen as as a lot more harsh than it is now. It's it seems a, a bit odd. I didn't get the point of it. Yeah. Well, because when he brands them and they go to prison, it's like a death sentence when they get to prison. Because. All because the, the other criminals are like, you've been branded by Batman. We're going to kill you now. Are they on his side? Why? I have no idea. They never explained that either. It's not like they're child molesters or something. Oh, well, I mean, the Batman branded them, dude. Like, you know what fucking time it is when Batman's branded. Because all those that aren't branded by Batman are like, I'm on Batman's side. You're a dick. <laughs> I'm killing prison, you. But I'm going to kill you for it. I just, I have this problem with this current iteration of Batman and I hopefully they can fix it and whatever next comes out and maybe like he had like a momentary lapse in this movie. The problem is it's our first introduction to this Batman. Right. Because he's a goddamn psychopath in this movie. He kind of is. Like he, like, like his whole decision to kill Superman is based on very little. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah. Like literally he's like, he blew some shit up, even though it was the other guy. Well, I mean, a lot of people died, and they were, you know, people in his building, people he knew. True, personal. true. I get it, but it was to defend the Earth against right. an uh, alien incursion. <laughs> uh oh. Yes, the crickets have begun. Okay. So Enjoy keep, talking. keep talking. So Chris, <laughs> uh, cricket wars are going on currently in the recording studio. So after the last rain, they got inside, and poor Chris has been fighting it, which is funny because we had a listener. Uh, was like, did you guys have like a cricket in the studio or something on one of your last recordings? And I was like, yeah. He goes, man, I thought something was up with my car. <laughs> like I pulled over. I thought my car was making a creaking sound, you know? <laughs> so anyways, but this, so this current Batman, like he fucking shoots people with guns. And Zack Snyder's like, well, he doesn't kill anybody. I'm like, really? Because the last time you, sh- when you shoot a giant hand cannon or a fucking like anti-personnel uh, cannon on your your car or your yeah or your fucking plane or whatever and you blow up a truck like that dude you got to assume that dude's dead yeah. you know that's kind of how it works yeah and then uh 
how'd you guys feel about sort of the Fast and Furious uh, uh, dragging of the other car physics that happened <laughs> midway through the film with I the Batmobile? Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, you know, that whole sequence was just kind of whatever for me. I was like, eh. I, I, I was sort of underwhelmed by the film. I, I, I guess I went in with... The expectation that it was going to be bad because of all the hate that was going on. A lot of hate early on. A lot of hate. And, uh, you know, it was. I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't think it was great either. That's the so thing. So I just kind of like took it as this movie's going to be shitty and I'll just try and enjoy it anyway. I, th- I think all the hate might have actually helped me to think it was actually better yeah, than maybe, what I didn't it think maybe it was, was. I didn't think it was as bad as... I, it did not deserve all the hate the that I thought it was, was getting. Rough, it was rough, and I think it was a little undeserved. I think my my issue with the film was somewhere out there, there and they've already said that there's going to be a three-hour cut that comes out on, on Blu-ray or whatever. Oh, good. Well, and that's exactly the problem, is that the narrative is disjointed. It is pretty disjointed. Okay. It, it, even like... Phoebe was like, they put a lot in that movie. They too much. And she's nine. Well, and they didn't earn it, is the yeah. problem. Like yeah. everybody wants to wreck on the Marvel Cinematic Universe for setting up like now. It's like, oh, these movies just set up the next movie. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but here's the thing. That's the point. But they're still telling self-contained stories. Right, right. So even though within the self-contained story there's something else happening that sets up things later on, it's like the payoff becomes so much deeper as you right. go. And I think I love that though. Well, I and think I, that's what makes me want to watch those movies, is to see what they're foreshadowing, even if I don't know it yet, I'll look back on those other films, I'm like, oh my God, they were doing it in that first film. Yeah, and you'd look at like like the, the payoff for Civil War, like if, like, and in the Infinity uh, uh, right. Stones, whatever, Infinity War, like, if you have characters dying in those films, which I suspect is what's going to start happening, like, that's a, there's a payoff for that because yeah. you've spent all this time with right. these people ahead of time. Like, and by the way, if you haven't seen Batman Superman yet, we're going to like spoilers uh, alert ahead. Um, but you've had a freaking month, man. (laughs) Well, you may have been avoiding it on good, good taste alone, but, um, yeah, too bad. Well, but the death of Superman in that movie was not earned at all. No. Like that should have been a whole fucking separate movie. I don't even remember how he died. Doomsday killed him. How? Doomsday killed him because he shot him. They shot Doomsday with the kryptonite, which right. then affected Superman, yeah. and then Doomsday stabbed Superman. Right. Okay. Yep. But how? That's how memorable. Once it was again, for me, as I couldn't remember how it happened. Why Superman is boring? <clears throat> because the only thing that kills him is kryptonite. Yeah, but it, we didn't. I don't know. That moment wasn't earned in any way. Like there was no, like Doomsday was not set up enough. No. As a, a you mean de- the. Bad looking hobbit orc. I, no, I didn't have a problem with that because to me, Doomsday is a goofy fucking character, anyways. Right. He's a giant rock creature, you know? So it's like. He looked like a shitty orc. <laughs> a shitty orc? Yeah. Shitty orc. Like he, he had drank a lot before yeah. he got there. He's like, hey guys. <laughs> like, like Guar did the makeup for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we didn't earn that moment at all. And then the setup, we we literally go an hour, what is it, an hour and a half into the movie before Batman and Superman fight. That's a long time for a movie called Batman versus Superman. Well, and here's the thing, though. I'm okay with that if that's the end of the movie. Like, right. if their fight is the end of the movie, then we've earned, you've earned that moment. That would have been okay. But, then, now, but then to have when, a whole second, it's... It was like, I'm all motherfucking Return of the Jedi Syndrome just right. popped in. It's like, got to make them heroic, so they all got to team up now. You know? Now, when Batman is swinging Superman around that damn building, taking out all these walls and columns and shit, how come Batman or Superman does not get a damn scratch? He, got a, he had a slightly bloody nose. I don't know if you saw that or not. He's like, 
<laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> that was just from doing too much coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, I could buy it in Dark Knight Returns because, like, once again, uh, Zack Snyder cribs that comic book liberally. The whole thing in Dark Knight Returns is Batman is fighting against Superman, and there's all this other shit going on, so they're distracting him. So Green Arrow can make his shot. Yeah. And it's like they get one shot at this. Yeah. One shot. And it's so the whole concept of not only is it did they get one shot, but he shoots the arrow so Superman thinks he's trying to stab him with something, knowing Superman's gonna catch it, mm-hmm. so it will release the in the fine mist of kryptonite. Yeah. In this film, fucking Batman shoots Superman like ninety seven times. times and Superman keeps falling for it again. Like, listen, Mungo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's fucking shooting kryptonite at you use your laser <laughs> eyes shoot his fucking gun done yes <laughs> the sun all... does not give him super intelligence <laughs> he's all... apparently not Mon- mungo no like <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it's like that and then, and then we cribbed the uh the Look. nuclear explosion from dark knight returns right. i i mean it's just and even that moment it's like oh that in my mind i'm going all right this would have been really fucking cool if I was watching Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. but there was no payoff for this moment. Like mm-hmm. we nuked Superman in space with Doomsday, and then apparently they don't know how gravity works the as well. Sun will come. <laughs> oh, Superman's back! Hello. There were, but then there were other moments that I really liked. I really liked uh, Wonder Woman. Like she was pretty good. <laughs> like giggity giggity. I really liked her. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that film. I, that. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger version of Wonder Woman. Well, it's a World War One. So I'm totally looking forward to her totally, career. Totally different. Looking forward to her career failing and then she taking no, one up in no, porn. No, no, she's not going on you porn, Todd. <laughs> you fucking VR goggles over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, there was there was so much to like about it uh, as far as that went. <clears throat> yeah. I liked the interaction, the party scene. I actually liked, and you know what? I didn't have a problem with Lex Luthor. A lot of other people did. I didn't really either. I look at it this way. This is not Lex after several decades of trying to be the evil genius. Yeah, this yeah. is young Lex coming into his own. My only issue... He was kind of annoying. And, but here's yeah. the thing. You also... There's there's stuff that was filmed that was not put in there. Yeah. Which is he's starting to lose his mind for some reason. Yeah. Which we get at the end. Like, you know, he's going crazy. Yeah. But we don't get it at the beginning. So then it just seems like he's being... Like annoying, annoying. Like the like he's being the Joker. He's Jim Carrey, is what he is. A little bit, yeah. but it's like. Well, but I've always like questioned the purpose or Lex Luthor's purpose and why he does what the hell he does. Well, and it, nobody ever discusses it. No, it's just like, ah, Lex Luthor wants to do bad shit. I'm rich and I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And, and here's the big one, Todd. Like at least in a movie form, this is the first time his entire basis is not built around a land scheme. Like right. <laughs> Earthquakes, <laughs> like it's like Superman one, and then Superman two. I was like, he just was sort of along for the ride, you know, with the when Zod was there, and then Superman four, the quest for a terrible movie. Um, it's like he apparently now he's a magically a scientist and not a real estate guy anymore. It's it's like the inconsistencies with Lex Luthor, you know, are and then people always want to put Lex Luthor in some sort of like a giant. Like armored, armored suit, suit yeah. so he can fight Superman. They even do it in the video games. They're like, "Oh, look, you're going against Lex Luthor in his giant robotic suit," <laughs> and you're yeah. as though he's Ripley on fucking Aliens. <laughs> like, yeah. Now, here's what I was thinking. I would like to see the movie of the Injustice game. 
Because I think that would be so much cooler than what we just saw. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, and it's I, a lot of damn characters. And but in my my uh, my huge my sort of my last because the fight was fine, but it, at that point it was so anticlimactic. By the time the fight had happened, because I'm like I'm an hour and a half into this, and it's like we've been trolling along at like the slowest pace. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. As aside from the dream sequence when when murdering Batman goes to town, um, it was. Uh, there was just so many moments of, of okay, when is this going to happen? You know, it's like what they should have done is given me that payoff early. Yeah, like Batman and Superman should have fought early in the movie. There, so I'm not waiting for them to fight, and then I'm surprised by what comes after that. Yeah. Suddenly, it's like, oh, you're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths with the Flash, who, by the way, I did not realize that was supposed to be the Flash yeah. when I'm watching the film. Right. Actually, I caught that. That was the Flash. I, I, I knew who it was. But I thought this looks shitty. <laughs> like, why does this look so crappy to me? Well, and and once again, I I don't understand why we need like Barry Allen would have been a perf like from the TV show. Mm -hmm. I know it's like oh, well, tonally he wouldn't have fit into our film, and I'm all bullshit. Yeah, I don't buy that. Bullshit. He's got range, He can do it. Not only that, but it's like you suddenly would have given you've got like this fantastic show on TV. Totally. He would not have fit into what justice justice league because, the because Zack Snyder I was going to say, because if we we're just talking Batman versus Superman, totally. What did fucking flash have to do with it? You know, he, uh, showed up looking homeless and bought milk and fought somebody in the grocery store, <laughs> the liquor store. And not to mention he's now his, they, they have uh, Zack Snyder up his superpower, which apparently when he runs, it's going to blow everything up. Yeah, it, it's like I, look, and the whole introduction through YouTube video of yeah. the fucking other. I'm all cyborg. cyborg looked like a freaking sci-fi special movie or something. Yes, it did. It that looked whole, like, that, that whole little clip was. It looked shitty. like a YouTube prank video, is what it looked yeah, like. Yeah. It's like oh, and, and then the Flash thing. I was like, I, that's pretty good clarity on those. Uh, those yeah. security cameras there. Yeah, and then the Aquaman one. I'm like, that really went on. Way too long Way having Jason long. Momoa. I'm like, oh, he's looking at the camera. Look at my, look at my trident. <laughs> you say spear? Yeah, I almost said spear. Yeah. I just, it's. I really wanted to like the movie. I really did, and I didn't dislike it. And it might grow on me over time. It's whatever. But suddenly, I, I've reached that point. Sorry, go ahead. No, suddenly I, I'm like, I look at Man of Steel in comparison. I'm like. That movie's like way, way, way fucking better oh, yeah. than Batman Superman. I've been saying that like all along. You that know my rating system, and I give it an entertaining. <laughs> right. It was not. I got to say, I've, I'm reaching that point very quickly with all of these movies that are coming out that I said I was going to reach a year ago that I'm just kind of like not excited about most of them anymore. It's just like, okay, these guys show up, they get in a fight, and then the movie ends. And it's like, that's why Civil War does not excite me. I mean, the, the the trailers are looking better and better, but at the same time, I'm like, I'll go see it and I'll probably enjoy it, but it's not going to be the same for me because it's going to be the same bullshit that we see in every one of these movies. I don't know, man. I think Marvel <laughs> Marvel plays a different game, and you were nating Ant Man before it came out. I was, I was, and I I also said I will probably love it, and I trust that it'll be great, but it looks effing. And I think you're going to love Civil War. I'm sure I will too. I'm excited for it. I can't um, wait. But at the same time, I'm I don't have now, the same excitement that I had for Winter Soldier. Now here's the real question: How do you feel about Doctor Strange? Holy shit! <laughs> Holy dude, dude, this shit! Scene. This looks stupid. Well, <laughs> no, the trailer looked pretty dope. No, it didn't. 
Oh my god, dude! It looks so fucking cool. It looked cooler than the I problem thought it is, would. The problem is the raw footage that people have leaked online of them <laughs> jumping and stuff. It's like, guys. Was it you guys that posted the thing of like him hopping through like a Super Mario Brothers (laughs) or something? Funny dude, like dude, I was crying when I saw that. Like when it was like him hopping behind the Avengers and Mario Brothers, and then on a hopscotch court. Right. So good. So good. Yeah. That's going to be the best part of that movie is all of the raw footage that keeps getting leaked. I think that's going to make. Well, it's going to look like Super Rave Girl. Is gonna look totally bitching compared to what this dude's. Uh, well, I mean, if there is footage out there somewhere in the world of Scarlet Witch without her powers, I want it. Like now, I want to right. see her just doing right. hand just, motions just, and just to throw an EDM soundtrack behind it. So yeah, I, I mean, Doctor Strange, I, Marvel to me, their brand is still like it's still it's heads proof. heads own heels above DC. The DC brand, as far as the movie brand, uh, it took a little bit of tarnish on this one, man. It really Dude, did. When's, what's the last DC movie that was great? Well, Dark Knight? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would mean, say so. What else has there been? I mean, that movie has its, some small issues as well, but... Yeah, but that's a pretty freaking great movie. Well, and it's because it's got a strong narrative. That's why. Right. And the problem is, is that Batman Superman did not have a strong narrative. Uh, and let's get to finally the big moment as to why... Batman's got Superman killed. He's basically about to kill him with, with apparently. I spent I spent all my money trying to get this kryptonite, right. and I've got so much of it that I can make a fucking spear. You know, yeah. spears, not just a knife, mind you, a spear, a fucking spear. So, um, why? And their reason, his reason for not killing him, is because he says, "Gotta save Martha, Martha," and you're like. Really? Really? <laughs> I, there was the best meme ever where, where it showed the, the scene from Step Brothers. Yes. I think we, we like each other now. Did we just become best friends? Yeah, I think I did. think we did. <laughs> like that's... And then literally a moment later, Batman, who in his psychotic rage was trying to kill Superman. Uh, and a, Oh my God. I just... Yeah, oh. it's so bad. Like at what point when they were watching this as they were editing the thing did they go, yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> like what? It, they, they got ten minutes to save Martha. Superman, who has super speed, mind you, X-ray vision, and can fucking fly. Yeah. Says, "I'm gonna go." And Batman says, "No, you're not gonna go. I'll go save Martha because apparently I'm a detective <laughs> and I can detect where she is." In ten minutes. My, my life will never be complete until I finally save a Martha. <laughs> May not be my mom, but I gotta save a Martha somewhere. And then he shows up, which is arguably a pretty badass scene. It's a good scene. Except then they cribs uh, uh, that moment in the uh, uh, with the machine gun and where he reaches through the wall. That's right out of Dark Knight Returns. Um, I thought that was right out of RoboCop. No, that was right (laughs) out of Dark Knight Returns. So, but apparently it was. uh, Oh, it was another movie. Oh, Jessica Jones. They did that same thing. People curb that, crib that shit constantly. Oh, yeah. Because the whole bit was in the original. They did it in RoboCop, too. Don't worry. And by the way, if you have not ever read Dark Knight Returns, please go read Dark Knight Returns. You know, and I, again, I say this all the time. I am not the biggest fan of DC or Marvel comics. It's just not my thing. 
but you have to read Dark Knight Returns. Not only that, but you guys have any of you guys seen the animated version they put out? Like they did a Dark Knight Returns part yeah. one and part yeah. two. I saw. I think I've seen part one. I don't think I've seen it's part two. It's fucking phenomenal, dude. Yeah. Like the only thing they do is they remove the uh, sort of the in his head voiceover that's yeah. persistent throughout it, which I miss a little bit, but. It's so good, I don't care. Hmm. And when you watch it, I mean, there's some things that are like, you're kind of like, because it was supposed to be this vision of the future. Right. Uh, the slang is like totally wacky, like slice and dice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's like, it's this whole uh, weird, like this is the 80s and this is what I think the slang is going to sound yes. like 20 yeah. years from well, now. That, that's what's funny about like DC is like all their animated features are good. Oh, and the killing jokes come and in pretty then soon they're, well. And then they do these live and action things. Yeah. As the Joker, which I'm totally fucking on board with. Yeah. But the live action ones, you're right. It's like, why can't we get the same sensibilities from the DC movies yeah. that we get from like The Flash? I don't know what the problem is. I, I Maybe it's who they're choosing to direct these things and who's writing them. I, 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 think I don't get it, man. I think the problem is, is that their reaction to Batman, The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins was the wrong reaction. Right. I think they thought people loved those movies for different reasons than they did because the fact that they were like, we're so afraid of making anything campy, like, they right. don't understand that humor is a release. Like, a it laugh is. is a release from yeah. tension. And to even have a moment where I can giggle is nice. But I can't take my child to see fucking Batman Superman. No. I could let my son watch Man of Steel. Right. And he's okay with it. Because it's violent, but it's not like murdery violent. Yeah. And this last, that movie was, I was like, what kid is going to sit through this first off? Because it's fucking like Lord of the Rings long. Yeah. And that motherfucking movie had or, more And it had orcs goddamn. too. Yeah. It had orcs too. Orcs. All right. So I don't want to go. We've gone on for a while about this. Like a long I did, while. I did like though the Batman suit wasn't all tactical. I agree with that. Like, there wasn't a ton of pouches. It was cloth. Like, he took... I mean, Liefeld did design the suit for Batman 2? No, he did Batman 2. Electric Boogaloo? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Electric Boogaloo. But still, to me, you had a great moment where you had an opportunity for payoff, which was the introduction of Batman in that opening sequence. And I was like, even at that point, I was like, something's off about this movie. But then that happened, I'm like holy fuck, this could be really cool. Yeah. Like, this could be a badass movie. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie happened, and I'm yeah. like, hey, we're yeah. meandering. We're meandering too much. There was a whole, like, mystery. Like, Batman was being a detective, but the mystery, was, there was no mystery to it. How did you feel about the little floating rocks on the on the coffin at the end? Well, he was, they're not going to kill Batman. He's he's already slated Superman. to be in, or Superman? Just, or he's already going to be in Justice League. <laughs> no, well, I you can't that. do su- did uh, Justice League without Superman. that little hint, though? I think you did. Because I was I was pissed. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm all, you fucking just introduced the Superman and you killed him after the second movie? You know they weren't going to. You but knew it, that wasn't going to happen. But it wasn't earned. Like, I was mad because I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, if you're going to do the death of Superman, do the death of Superman. Right, right. Don't fucking shoehorn it into your half-assed Dark Knight Returns world finest uh, Justice League yeah. backdoor pilot. Yeah. The movie tried to do a crisis on infinite Earths. Introdu- introduction of Darkseid. There was st- way too much shoehorned into that yeah. movie Yeah, that even I as a comics reader was like, this shit's kind of hard to follow. Yeah, And I it know what much. all this is. Yeah, the little nightmare sequence just didn't fit for me. Well, yeah, and because it was like out of time, out of place. Yeah. And yeah. It was bad. It was bad. The... the it, it could have been a really 
fun, cool movie, and I think they just, I think you're right. I think they're just trying to do too much. I, I really think that they're looking at the success of Marvel, and they're like, well, we can't copy what they're doing, so we have to try and come up with something that's totally different so we can have our own brand. It's like, motherfucker, you are the same. You have superhero characters that basically are saving the world and fighting each other. It's not I, that different. I think they might have rushed this one because I think they might have wanted to get this one out before Civil War because it's kind of it's a same. very similar some story. Similar, but here's the thing. You didn't have to have Batman and Superman, Dark Knight Returns try to kill each other. Right. It could have just been World's Finest. Uh, like there was a 19, was it 1997, 98 when uh, the Bruce Tim, uh, they did a Batman, Superman team up, World's Finest. And they fought in the beginning of this team up. Because he showed up and Superman's like, well, I don't really like the way you do things. Batman's like, well, I, I you don't fucking tell me, you know, because I'm Batman. Yeah. And then they had a little bit of a, you know, a tussle that ended. And then they went and they were like, okay, well, we can get past this because we got bigger shit to take care of. Yeah. You know? And it was like, you could have done that. There's no reason you couldn't have done that. <laughs> a little tussle. I'm just imagining like like when you're in uh, elementary school or junior high and you're fighting with your buddy and like you're a little stronger than him. So you're kind of on top just smacking him on the forehead <laughs> right. like, all, like, you know, doing the whole drool thing. Oh, I'm going to So gonna Todd's a bully. Face. Todd is a bully. Definitely. <laughs> Todd is that guy. But this movie, look, guys, this movie just had too many narrative points. They were trying to set up too much. Yeah. And it didn't need, like, you could have eliminated quite a bit of what was there. Yeah, I think they... It's like the Starkiller right. base in Force it. Awakens. It's just not needed. Right. Just not needed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, now let's, let's but, go... Uh, had that all said, I wasn't, like, thoroughly disappointed. It was okay. Uh, uh, no, it, it, it wasn't... How do it I... It was fine. It was what it was. Yeah, but it should have been much better. Yeah. It was mediocre. It was mediocre, mediocre like, like Gotham. Gotham. Oh, mediocre. you can suck, suck it, dude. That's that, not even, look at Gotham, Gotham, I think, has um, has really kind of hit a stride. Now, it's, 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 it's a little, it's a little ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, it's gone from totally crappy to mediocre. Like, that's a good stride. I think that's probably... No, the first season was okay. I didn't even think you were still watching that. No, I think... I mean, it's campy. But I think it's it's still still fun. fun. And I think it's it's got got what Batman Batman, Superman was kind of missing. missing. No, because because Batman Superman has Batman and Gotham does not. So, okay. And furthermore. So what you're saying is Gotham's missing what Batman Superman has. Having attempted to watch that show a couple times at this point, they've even like moved Jim Gordon to the backseat at this point. Like, so, to who? Like, like it's, it's about, about the villains, villains now. now. Well, it was. Wait, you it know, was. the show's called, or this season's called Gotham, like, Revenge of the Villains Rise or the villains. Rise of the Villains. Yeah, uh, but the whole, the whole show, show was basically, basically Jim Gordon was the lead on the show. Right. But I think he's, he's, still, he's still, like, pretty pivotal in the show. I, I think it's not a show about Jim Gordon. It's, it's all of these kids, an ensemble cast. Um, what pissed me off... Is, is them trying, trying to bring, bring back, back Jada, Jada Pinkett. Pinkett. Did they yeah. succeed? Not yet. But I'm going to be furious when they do. They do. It's going to happen. Yeah, I know. Say, isn't, it, isn't it already signed on that she's coming yeah, back? Or fish she's like, well, 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 raggedy man. It was so bad, dude. I, and I'm dreading that when she comes back. But I, I got to say, I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying it. Um, far more than I'm enjoying your favorite show, The Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, you're wrong, dude. That show's great. But we're not, we're not going to talk about that today. Because we we're going to talk about Gotham, and then we got to talk about Daredevil. So 
I, you I know, mean, I don't have a, lo- a whole lot about Valkyrie. About him. I, I just I think, think it's, it's, you know, you know brought in Marina Backrin, and that was nice for a while to look at. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, makes, me, makes me want to watch Deadpool again. They, now, you guys were talking about... Uh, yeah, right. Hey, where's my copy, dude? Did you bring it? I don't know what you're talking about. That would be illegal to have a copy of Deadpool. All right. Um, I thought it was a really, really... Was I, I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of Force Awakens. Of course, that's exactly... The digital, dude. Uh, no, he was talking about Dirty Harry Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. It's like a throwback. So, uh, so yeah, man. I mean, I, I jumped on because I wanted to see uh, uh, Hugo Strange. Yeah. I wanted to check that one out. It was okay. It was cool. And then I wanted to check out uh, Mr. Freeze. So that was actually like a pretty decent. It was all right. It was not the worst. No, it was you know it wasn't Arnold, but it, you know, it was pretty good. You know it was. He's all. I've still got the whole season DVR. I haven't watched a single one, but I still got all the episodes. Well, so I might go them. back and collect them. Collect all. I do. Collect all twenty-four, Todd. <laughs> so I might, I might go back and watch it. Now let's 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 talk about. We got a segue because we got to talk about Daredevil season two. Which we have now all completed. Enough talking about all the crap there is Let's out there. Let's talk about the best Let's Batman story that's ever been good. told right now, which is fucking Daredevil season two. I enjoyed it, and I actually even enjoyed John Bernthal, who I hated in everything else he's been in. I just at some point was waiting to be like, you can't protect him, Rick! You can't! Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and in Fury as well, he drove me nuts. Okay, <laughs> to say that I enjoy, oh, oh, don't get me started on. We're not Fury. talking about Fury. We're talking about yeah. Daredevil <laughs> season two. Focus on. To say I enjoyed it would be an understatement. I loved I, season two, man. Not only did I, I liked season one, I love season well, not two. A, well, because it, it built all the buildup in season one. Season two paid off on that buildup, which is what I love it. And I watched it like over two days, boom, boom, back to back. And then Elena has been watching it, and she just finished it. Uh, or uh, yeah, she just finished it over a week later. So I kept coming in, and she'd be watching it, and I'd be like, I would get caught up in it again. Oh. My, fir- my first mission once I started uh, Spring Break was to finish the season of Daredevil. Oh, I, I, was, I, got I will that say this: it was, it was I really enjoyed it. I, I'm not sure if I liked it better than season one. Because there was something about season one that was very cool to me. And this is the same reason I like the the first Captain America more than the Winter Soldier. Is that I love watching the the formation of this character. You're like most people. Most people like the origin more than the actual journey. Because at that point, it's like we already know what we know about this character. And he's just fighting. Um, For Daredevil, I think his suit is stupid. And I know everybody's going to hate on the fact that I said that. I liked him better with the scarf. Oh, no. The black. And, you know, no, he looks so much better. Like, I don't think so. I think he looked, it was Batman, like you said. No, like in the black costume, he always looks like a Spando ballet superhero. It's like, I thought it was. Okay, so if we're going to talk about the suit, I do have a little issue with the suit. The helmet's stupid. The earmuffs on the helmet. Man, doesn't that fuck up Daredevil and his whole thing? Right. Like, Okay, now you he, now you're hearing through little slits and an earmuff on a helmet. Well, you can't leave the ear exposed. Why not? Why can't you leave the ear exposed? Just in case you fight Tyson. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you want to do is have your ear cut off when you're a deaf person. That's like, oh, you know, that was great. Though. But it's not like, yeah, yeah. not like you're, not like you're, you're gonna get your ear cut off and your eardrum's gonna go with it. 
No, you're still gonna have your fucking hearing. Yeah, but it fuck up his hearing. Like he depends. Oh, because on his covering his hearing isn't gonna fuck up his hearing. It doesn't. Like he's got super hearing, Todd. He can hear now he, with through those things covered. He hears like we do, yeah. basically. Yeah. No, he has normal hearing. Jackasses. Look, I, here's either way. This show was about fucking Punisher and Punisher yeah. kick fucking ass. And, and spoiler alert ahead going forward because we're gonna spoil the shit out of Daredevil season two right now. Because once again, you've had a fucking month <laughs> to watch it. Well, now be, now's your time to hit pause and run the fuck away. But um, look, they finally got Punisher right. They finally got Punisher right. Uh, he didn't have any plucky sidekicks. Uh, he didn't have any sort of like redemption. Uh, the whole per- the whole point is perfectly stated by uh, what's his assistant name? The redhead. Uh, uh, foggy? Not Foggy. Uh, Karen. Karen. Oh. Karen. Yeah. Karen goes. Imagine you're you know he's not this, the death of his family is not something that happened to him. It's still happening again and again, and he's always living that moment. And it's like that to me is like what the Punisher is about. The, they, the, the producers of Daredevil understand their characters in a way that Batman versus Superman does not understand Batman. Because Batman, the minute Batman starts branding and killing people, he is a bad guy. Right, right. Okay? His whole thing is he doesn't do that. Like, that's his mantra. It's literally when you get to Dark Knight Returns, why when the Joker kills himself, Batman has finally killed finally killed after all this time. They don't just have him on like a, a, a they can't just like whitewash it that he's beating people up. Now he's murdered. Deadpool is the same, Deadpool. Daredevil is the same way. Daredevil does not kill. And, and it's like, that becomes such a big storyline of season two where it's like Daredevil versus Punisher, the two sides of the coin. I mean, shit, they have like a 20-minute conversation about... Dude, fucking episode three is no, so dope. Like that, that episode with the rooftop, that's the best episode of either season. Like, oh man, well, because it's like this existential conversation about like what side of the coin are we on? Like, we both do the same thing, but your difference is they're back on the street sometime later. I am them. They're not on the street. It's like Martin Luther King having a conversation with Malcolm X. Right, man. We shall find civil rights through violence. No, through peace. Yeah. No, through violence. And then violence. the fucking stairwell fight. Like, oh my God, that was so good. That was so good. Yeah, that, was that was really nice. The, I think they, they, they realized how great that season one, episode two fight was. Yeah. And they said, how can we top that? Fuck it, stairs. Right. Let's put it in the stairs. And then people, That stairwell scene was awesome. I love see the edits in it a little more than the other one. Um, only because when they do the extreme close-ups, they're like they the camera like fate pans in. They, that they that's where the edits are. And I because when they're doing the camera turns, I'm going. This is where the edit is. Like I can, as now that my eye is getting better at finding the edits, like I'm like because there were edits in that other fight too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, there were definitely. It wasn't just one. They, are you sure? There was one shot. No, there was. It's the it's camera trickery. They're they're intentionally doing it to make it smoke and mirrors, man. Smoke like it's one shot. But there were edits in that. I thought they did it. Several times to try and get it in one take. Uh, no, there are definitely. Are you sure about that? I am very positive. I didn't look that closely. But that's the thing. They they want it to look like a single camera shot that doesn't stop because you, as an audience member, get drug into that fight. Yeah. When it's so when you're like realize how fucking long this is that going on. Like that fight was almost like six and six seven minutes. In, yeah, in the season two one, like that stairwell one. And then they get downstairs and they're like, now it's like, now we're fighting down below with the gun and the fucking chain, dude. Yep. Although I gotta say, whether or not that gun was taped to his hand, like when he punched somebody with the end of the gun, that would've hurt, yeah. <laughs> like him, a lot. Yeah. So. See, I loved the uh, the prison 
fight. Oh my god. That that yeah. fight. I mean the the fight in down the stairways was great. How, Phenomenal, but I loved that prison fight. How giddy were you? At the reintroduction of Wilson Fisk. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, like, I, because I was reaching point, because weirdly, like, the middle three episodes with Electro started, I'm like, this is starting to drag. Like, this storyline, they're not, like, where's my payoff? Did you like Electro? Yeah, I loved her. Yeah, see, not, I was watching, I'm like, she's whatever. And Carrie's like, I don't like her. Oh, really? What, is she not blonde hair? No, I'm not for you. I bought into her a thousand percent, dude. She thought she was gross. Like, gross looking? Like, just something about her was, like, gross. I don't know specifically what it is. It was like, that's, she's not enticing. Oh, she's not supposed to be enticing. She's not sexy. Like, her thing is she's... Well, I guess it doesn't really matter because he can't see her anyway. Right. She's sexy to him because she basically allows him to bring out a side of himself he doesn't bring out. Right. Like, that's the attraction there. And actually, if you ever look at... Because he gets to be a little dangerous with her. Have you ever looked at the Electra original drawings in the comic book? She's got, like, like... Like a, like, like a fro, like, like oh yeah, it's like, it's like very, very like she's, she's not drawn, drawn like she's attractive obviously as a woman, yeah, but she's not drawn to be like sexy, like it's not like Mary Jane. Interesting, like it's different. He's blind, like yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What she's <laughs> He's blind. <laughs> but that on the flip side, of that that actress was hot, and I bought into her. Uh, which that whole he's blind thing has always has bothered me because with Daredevil. Like, no, how come how come Foggy has not gone up to Daredevil or Matt Murdock and gone, look, man, you keep bagging all these hot ladies. Like, you, you can't see them. Why do you care? Like, let me send you like a great personality and kind of hideous and kick all them hotties back to me, dude. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I would do, dude. Like Daredevil was, doesn't. Do you, yeah, like Matt Murdock don't date fat chicks. I don't know if you know that or not, Todd. <laughs> Come on, Matt, man, hook a brother. Up. He's got a heightened <laughs> sense of smell. He can smell body odor. Like that's. But, but man, season <laughs> season two of Daredevil. Uh, even going as far as like, I thought the whole season was basically going to be about the Punisher. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't. Oh, that made me super happy because that storyline, if we did replay that again and again, it was like the perfect four-episode arc about the capturing of the Punisher. And then it's like you got basically the next three episodes became about the introduction of Elektra into the world and Matt Murdock exp expository, you know, backstory, uh, which was great. Yeah. And then, and then right at the, like, like right, right when all the pieces were in place, man, suddenly fucking Wilson Fisk in prison happens. And you're like, this show just got fucking brilliant. Like, it just happened. Like, holy shit, this is so good. Well, then right there at the same time, uh, stick returns, exactly. you know? And it's like, suddenly you're like, holy shit, this is not what I thought it was going to be about, you know? I got to say, say, the, the, the whole, whole secret, secret war, war kind of got on my nerves. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's Daredevil. Daredevil. Like, that's, that's the thing you need to understand. Yeah, yeah and, and as, as, as a, a non-reader, non it kind of got, got on my nerves. nerves. He's, and, it's, and, and that's and where that's I check, check out. out it's the hand? No, the hand. The hand, okay. When we get to that, that's why I look at the comics. That's why I freaking hate Arrow. When they started doing all that Ra's al Ghul bullshit, then I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Secret Society, Ninja Wars. Okay, well, it depends on what character is saying in the show. Tries me nuts. Okay. It's like stupid white people. All right, but all I know is that 90% of the time they're saying Ra's, and then there's like the two or three characters that call him Rage. Okay, so, but you see, that's... 
especially the Electra storyline. Like the hand is a big part of it. All right. Real quick, let's go back to the Rajah Ghoul, Rajah Ghoul thing. All right. Now in the comics, when they first introduce him, do they do they write it out in pronunciation? No, but that's how you pronounce because he's uh, he's supposed to be like Egyptian. Who says that's how you pronounce he's it? Supposed to be Egyptian, so that's unless they unless they write it out how, like a dictionary. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> they wrote it in the douche font from, uh, from Thor. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be he'd be like it would be like Wrath Al. It's like Han and Han. Yeah, what's what side do you fall on that? I'm Han, man. Yeah, Team Han. To me, Han Solo sounds like you know he's jerking off. So yeah. I'm always I'm Team Han. So, <laughs> so, you're, so he's always on Team Han. Leia says Han. That's what I call. Him. Well, now are you a Leia or a Layer? Are you are you with Lando? Are you Leia? So it's like Princess Leia. But he goes he goes bring Leia in the Wookie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always on the side of the pimp, Princess Leia. You got to keep it strong, baby. He's uh Billy B. Williams is actually uh today is up in Rancho Cucamonga. I thought that was May 28th. I thought that was May 6th or uh, April 16th. He was supposed to be up there. I don't know. Okay. Now, now, not to not go, go back, back to the Star Wars. No, no, no we'll say that. No. Episode four. How are they going to have that dude say the plan brought to us by Princess Leia? How do they not fix that dude? Like, and it was a dub guy. No, they too. did fix him. After he said that, they punished him and they cut his balls off. <laughs> how, did they, how did they not like fix that? Like, like while they're while filming they're it, he says, oh, he oh, called he her Leah. Leah. We need to fix that. I don't know, man. Anyway, anyway back, back to Daredevil. Daredevil. So <laughs> my, only, uh, uh, my only complaint in Daredevil uh, season two was they wasted the Kurgan uh, by not doing more with him. Uh, yeah, with the, his, the, his colonel. Oh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the yeah. one that was the one that framed, or the one that was the uh, the one that framed the Punisher, or not framed him. He's the one that basically he's the one that killed, killed his, family. his family. Yeah, the, I don't even remember the guy that testified for him that the Punisher oh, right, shot. Right, 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 he was the Kurgan in Highlander, you guys. So uh, and I, his name escapes me at this oh. moment. He's like, on the Flash as well. Yeah, see, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna catch Highlander references. Sorry. How the fuck, do you not catch Highlander references? Because the first fucking Highlander I ever saw, and only one after that point was like. Three or four okay, when it came out, and I was Highlander working at the theater, and I was like, "Fuck this shit, that's crap." I'm not gonna go back and watch. Dude, I ain't taking any suggestions on old stuff from you because you threw that Smallville at me, and I'm still pissed that I paid money for that. I told you, I told you that the first season's a little slow. After I bought it, no, I told you on the podcast. I have it recorded, sir. All right, here's the thing: the middle, the middle part of that show. Actually, going back and rewatching that show, like. No, no, it's it's fine. Actually, I like Tom Welling a lot as Superman, but I hate fucking Kristen Kruick as Lana Lang, and I hate how much I hate how much he pines for her constantly, and it never stops. Like it literally, you're like Laura Laura Vandervoort as oh my God, Supergirl. Six Supergirl. Like I could like watch that with a tub of Vaseline in a dark room by myself for hours on end. So good time. By the way, oh, we'll get to that. We'll come back. To that. No, we'll come back to that. Next episode. Next episode. I want to stick with Daredevil because uh, we're running out of time here. So Daredevil uh, season two, you get to the fucking uh, sort of the finale, the end of it, man. Where it comes off the rails for me. Well, I got really bored. I didn't get bored. I just think they missed a good opportunity. Like they did with because they, they, they basically it's like Daredevil and Electra are trapped. 
and they they have like these shots, like these wide shots of like all these fucking ninjas running around all over the place. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is gonna fucking be on, right? And then we get, and I'm like, you know what'd be dope is if like the minute they come to the rooftop, like there's all these ninjas, and the Punisher just is up there like fucking picking them off while this giant fight's going on. Like that would have been like fantastic. But what we got instead was sort of like. You want to fight? Oh, fight to me! And then, and it's like, like, and then the Punisher shot four ninjas, literally. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the previous shot, I counted it. I went back and counted. What's great is trying to pull off like a a kung fu movie dubbed joke, you know, on podcast, because you can't see somebody's lips move. God damn it, Todd! You know what? I just uh, I'm here to just to critique to de- uh, yes never mind critique the visuals that are happening. You know what? Look, at the end of the day, kung fu like jokes they're unforgettable, Todd, in every way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you and forevermore, Todd. That's how they'll stay. All right. Oh, you got my recipes, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie Cole joke worked in. All right, but. I already got to it before I could. I know, man, because we're like seven minutes from being done here. Uh, but look, the end sequence was a, a little lackluster for me in that regard. Um, but the rest of it was so fucking good. Right, right. And I think that's, for me, that was the difference between season one and season two, is they couldn't figure out how to end it. Okay, I have one last question. And I asked, I asked the missus after she watched it. Who's the next villain? No, they dug the fucking hole in the ground in the middle of New York. Yeah. Why? Did they ever explain what? No. Are we to assume that they pulled that device out of the hole? What device? The the life giving device. Is that what came out of China? I don't know. They dug a hole through the planet. Why didn't they just dig it on China? You're talking about the the thing that Electra was put in. Science has already established if you dug a hole to China, you have to. You were not in the United States. Like I was making. I was making a joke. Oh, like a 1950s joke. Yeah. Got it. Okay, you remember when they come in and they like have that great moment where there's the hole? And then yeah, I remember the giant hole. Do you? What was her name? No. <laughs> you know what? I just sat there and got silent, like staring at you. I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. Like, is he going for it? Is he going for it? moment, though, where they drop something in the hole and they're standing there. Has it hit the bottom yet? No. Just let me know what it does. Has it hit yet? No. How about now? No. But that was <laughs> no. not how long it was. She, Dude, like three episodes later, you come back to the hole. She asked one, one time and then says, let me know what it does. And then it cut to black. And then you just, yeah. But yeah. You can was, just carry the joke on in your head. <laughs> so late. Has, it, has it hit now? Okay, we get it. It's, it's a deep hole. How about now? How deep is this hole? Is this hole going on for a long time? By the way, also, uh, okay, my only other beef is I know that as a child, Electra was a great fighter, but the mere fact that anyone wants me to believe that a four foot three little girl could beat the shit out of like a six foot two man in training. Like, I have issues with, with the strength thing. Like, that, I, I have small issues with that because I'm like, look, leverage alone, like, physics alone tells me you're not gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that, she's about the size of Phoebe. Yes. There's no way Phoebe's winning in a fight with me, let alone some dude who's. Even if she's like the greatest fucking kung fu master on the planet, she can't take that hard. You're all. Ow. I guess that kind of hurt. Ow. But other than that, man. And then the uh, the Punisher was sufficiently brutal all the way through. Yeah. Like, and the crisis of conscience at the end, because at the end of the day, it was like. 
he took him in there, and I think he had that moment where he goes, you know what, all the torturing I've done of these guys up until this point, I'm not going to do that anymore. It's one shot, one kill. Like, that's it. Like I'm not I'm I'm not here to enjoy it. I'm just here to fucking punish you now. Yeah. Oh, I did I did love that not a second through that uh, that whole season, like did Punisher's face just not look brutal? You know. Yeah. He's always fucked up. <laughs> just always bruised and, and then broken. Like, you can't save her, Rick. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh my god! I was waiting for him to come on and be like Coral. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap up this episode right there. That was our Batman versus Superman versus Daredevil uh, uh, re- recap of the Nerd Life Crisis. Our DC versus Marvel. It just—it's it, amazing to me that it, quite honestly, Batman versus Superman came out, and I got done watching Daredevil season two, and I'm like, that is literally the best Batman movie I've ever seen. And somehow you you fucked up Batman that you have the property to, but oh well. Again. It is. All right, you got, uh, let's finish this one up right here, you guys. Uh, we hope you guys had a good time. It's good to be back. We got another episode coming for you shortly, so jump right on the gravy chain, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> jump on something. Yeah, all right. Uh, I hope you guys had a lot of fun. Once again, for the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast, uh, I'm Ron Miltz. Todd Pimble. And uh, we hope you're having a Nerd Life Crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis.